This podcast is brought to you by Knowledge at Wharton. For more information, please visit knowledge.wharton.upenn.edu. I want to welcome Emphasis CEO Ganesh Shayer to Knowledge at Wharton. Emphasis is a major IT services company. We're here to talk personal digital transformation facing business leaders to meet the challenges of the digital age. Welcome. Thank you. So Ganesh, you are in the thick of this digital transformation trend. So why do CEOs need to go through a personal digital transformation? After all, they went through the dot-com era in the 1990s and have done just fine. What's the difference today? I think that's a very, very important question for us to understand, appreciate, introspect, and, and internalize. If you really look at dot-com era, people thought it is a business interface. And people were talking about brick and mortar is going to die and e-commerce is going to take over. It was a big moment. Um, there was hype, a lot of hype surrounding it, and then dot-com bubble did burst. It was almost like a business interaction interface changing was the positioning of dot-com. Now let's look at digital. Let's start talking about certain expressions of digital. 3D printing is one form of expression of digital. Driverless cars, another form of expression of digital. Digital payment mechanisms, another form of digital. Robotics, another form of digital. Now you think about it. If you look at it, it's going to impact manufacturing. It is going to impact IT services industry. It's going to impact banking. It is going to impact law and order. It is going to impact governments. No industry is spared. Every industry or every player has an opportunity to leverage digital. It is fundamentally the way you do business is going to be impacted. It is not just the business interface, but the way you do conduct business. So can a CEO afford to outsource that problem to someone else and say they are going to tackle it? Then what's the role of the CEO? So it goes back to the essence that CEO is accountable for building a sustained business which generates superior value to the customers and thereby generating greater value to shareholders. So if you take that as a principle, in case of digital, CEOs don't have a choice but to take the ownership, to go through the learning process, to go through self-transformation for them to be effective in the digital world. One cannot outsource that problem to someone else or the opportunity to someone else. You also say that business leaders have two views of the digital world. Either they see it as volatile, uncertain, complex, and ambiguous, the glass-half-empty view, or they view it as fast, innovative, without limits, and carrying plenty of potential, the glass-half-full point of view. What are the implications of each view in your mind and how CEOs can lead their companies? So if you take uh, the half-empty view, or so-called, uh, for a minute I'll call it a negative view, if you take that as a view, you will think about how do I defend my enterprise against the people who are going to take away my business, my customers. 
And if you think of it as half full, you will be full of energy trying to think of how do I become the aggressor, attacker? How do I become the asymmetrical competitor who generates greater value for my clients, who takes the business away from the competition and, and as a result generates greater value to shareholders? So it's a mindset. Do you, in the digital game, do you want to be the person who is defending because you started as an analog business? Or do you want to leverage the strength that you have built as a result of analog business? Leverage it to the hilt and become the aggressor on, in the digital world. You spoke also of digital disorientation that CEOs can experience when they are confronted with all the digital choices in the market. How are you able to manage this flood of information? And what do you think other CEOs need to do? For a minute, let me uh, share with you my personal story. When the Facebook was introduced to me, I went to my daughter, who was a teenager at that time, and I asked her, what's the difference between email and Facebook? So I was that, um, what shall I say, ignorant, uh, inept. And when I saw the opportunity in the digital world, it is huge, enormous. And that's how this, this journey has begun. And um, so my, um, uh, you know, the way I'm looking at it is as a company, one doesn't have a choice. Make use of it. Learn the tricks of digital. The more you learn, more energized one feels. And bring it into the organizational model, culture, remembering why do you exist. If you make that a center, which is your customer, you will succeed. At least that's my view. Based on your experience, how can a company prevent becoming outdated and irrelevant? What steps do businesses need to take? You know, there is, um, people are talking about sustainability and people think sustainability is about the environment. Sustainability is also about how do you sustain the corporation despite, or the business enterprise despite all these changes. So in that context, it's extremely uh, important for CEOs to get connected with the why do you exist, as I mentioned earlier. And once you're clear about it, what and how digital can bring tremendous value. So um, you will become outdated as a business, number one, if CEOs and CXOs don't take personal charge of self-transformation and guiding the company towards success in digital world. Two, you will become outdated if you don't understand why you exist as a business. Three, if you uh, take a stand that I'm going to defend, there is every probability that you will lose out. Four, this is a world where you need to co-create with your customers and digital offers you that opportunity to be more of more value to your customers. Don't miss out on that opportunity. So if you don't co-create it with the customer, there is every possibility that someone else is going to take your customer away. So these are the things which you have to think about. But uh, the most important thing that I took it as a personal lesson is I owe it to my company as the CEO of this company to undergo self-transformation, to take charge of guiding emphasis towards success in the digital world. Is there a general framework through which traditional business should view new technologies? 
How do you know what you need? See, um, if you uh, convert digital into just a technology framework, probably you have missed the point. One should not think of this as an IT problem because it is not an IT problem. One should not think that this is all about IT. It is not all about IT. It is about business. And I am repeating myself that if you know why you exist, digital offers you a lot of creative possibilities to serve your customer in an innovative way, in a co-creative way, to create greater value to your customer, thereby generating tremendous positivity for your shareholders. So it is, it, the framework is simple, journey is tough, transformation is tough, uh, expecting instantaneous result is not uh, wise, and most difficult aspect of transformation is cultural transformation and chemical transformation of the company. One has to be patient, uh, yet at the same time, they have to take responsibility and accountability that they are responsible for ensuring that cultural change takes place, that chemical transformation happens. And it won't happen overnight or within a quarter. At Emphasis, how are you weaving a culture of innovation into the DNA of the company? See, um, one thing which uh, I have to be clear about, that I don't have monopoly on good ideas. Good ideas can come from anywhere in the company. So uh, building a company which is not a big ship, but uh, you know thousands of canoes is one aspect. Secondly, you have to promote um, a sense of experimentation, which requires you to uh, encourage people to take um, charge of the future, experiment, try new things. For that, you have to take out fear of failure. And I heard this from a professor, which is, which is so true. We need to learn the art of celebrating failures as well, the learnings from those failures, so that people uh, push the boundaries, try new things, experiment, co-create with the customers, and build an environment which is full of innovation, full of experimentation, and you keep progressing uh, in short bursts along with your customer. And that is a journey which is far more enjoyable then you are just on one side of the fence. Thank you very much. Thank you. For more business news and analysis from Knowledge at Wharton, please visit knowledge.wharton.upenn.edu.